You can wear sweatpants. I can. I have them. But I don't. I think we're good. I feel like a bum when I put on sweatpants. What about like swishy pants? It's okay to be a bum. Yeah, maybe some some stylish some swishy nice pants. tactical, practical pants. Yes, that's what I need. Tactical, practical pants. Yeah. Something between sweatpants and jeans. Okay. All right. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat, your go-to one-stop shop podcast for news, weather, health, lottery numbers, reality, TV information. We've really got it all here. Pretty much Pretty much everything. Wellness, religion, spirituality, uh, parenting, you know, we do it all. So, uh, hold on a second. Like I said, we're here for parenting, and that happens from time to time. Jimmy, I'm going to move to the couch. I know I said I would be here with you, but this is not working for I me. I don't know why you did. I wasn't looking for solidarity. I like to sit on the floor sometimes. Okay. Can we move that there? Yeah, thank you. Um, sorry, we had to switch up our location of our podcast because... Our studio's <coughs> under construction. All our... Sh- all new mics and... Jimmy loves to lie on this podcast, I swear to God. Um, All our children are here, and they are all throughout the home, and so we had to relinquish to the front room where no one goes, no one hangs out, um, to my failure, because I love a front room. It's the only room in the house without a TV, but no one will even step foot in here, ever. We're in here now, and I bet you there'll be people in here shortly. I guess so. Um, well, cheers. What are you drinking? Noctera? Noctera Beta Flash and some some bourbon. Um, yeah, local Powell, Ohio brewery. Very delicious. Yeah. What are you drinking? It looks very thin. Um, It's a Pinot Noir. Uh, currently, I've got like a really delicate balance of a Pinot Noir with a chaser of a Sudafed. And then I have this other <laughs> medicine that I've been shoving up my nose that gives me a nice little rush. I think it's similar to like a whippet. You need to get it together. So, no, I'm doing well. I have, um, I still have congestion. I mean, folks, the flu lasts forever, but I am over it. I feel fine. But then the congestion just hit in and uh, it was a rock this morning. And it wasn't that I was full of fluid it was that my nose was swollen. That's what's the real killer. Why are you so convinced this is the flu? It is the flu. What do you think it is? I don't know. Okay. Well, regardless, <laughs> um, I I felt like I was drowning. It was like claustrophobic. Like I felt like I couldn't breathe because like it wasn't like, oh, there's a chance of something coming out of your nose. It was like nothing was coming out of my nose. Or in my nose. It was just nothing. So it broke up a little? Um, well, I went to the store and got some some normal Sudafed and, uh, for children. And they, they told me that it was okay to drink or eat. And um, now I'm feeling okay. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, so sorry if my voice is a little smelly cat-ish, but this is me. What are you looking up? Uh, our podcast? What? I'm talking to you. I'm having an engaging conversation and you're on your phone. I'm sorry. I thought we were podcasting about a topic. And you needed to look at your phone for that? I'm pulling it up. Yeah. The information for our podcast. Anyhow. Jeez. This is off to a great start. Um, What did we have for dinner? We had pizza tonight. Yeah, it was great. Pizza's on Fridays. I made some stuffed peppers. Those were good, right? Yeah. Oh, and I made the cheese. I feel like I've talked about this before. But cheese is not that hard to make. Um, well, like a mozzarella style, I guess, is not that hard to make. It's just um, tapioca flour and like kappa kappa gamma or something. I don't really know what it's called. But it's kappa kappa something. And um, coconut oil. Uh, refined coconut oil so it doesn't taste like coconut. And it's delish. There's a whole method to it. It tastes good. Yeah. I don't feel like you usually use that on pizza. You know what? I was trying to go economical. You know, so worked out. I'm always trying to rein it in. I'm always thinking about that bottom dollar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Oh, and I made crack. I don't know what you call it, but it's called crack. Sometimes it's called Christmas crack, but it's not Christmas time. And I made it and it's like you put saltines down and then you make um, brown sugar and butter like a like a caramel. And then you put that caramel stuff on top of it, bake it and then put chocolate on top of that. It was. I mean, they say they call it crack because it's the crackers crack when you break them apart. But I think it's called crack because of it tastes like or it's as addicting as crack cocaine. Do you have any more? You want to do the saltine challenge on the podcast? I don't think you could do it with this because it's soaked in caramel and chocolate. No, I mean leftover crackers. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I do. But it's delish. It's like salty and sweet. It's not really a health food by any means, but it's so good. Yeah, it was really good. But not as much as I loved it, right? Because you said that women love salt and sweet. I feel like women... This is your theory. Seem, yeah, I don't know if this is a sexist statement, but... Nope. Women like sweet and salty at the same time more than men, I think. But that rings true, because like I love... Um, like I'd put like pretzels on my ice cream. Yeah, that's or you know, yeah, just the sweet and salty. Yeah, that definitely because we want the we want it all. Yeah. So why not? I want one or the other. Yeah. Lots of sweets, maybe like one after another, one before another. We want it all together. Like I'll eat some ice cream and then want some wheat thins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it's uh, February third. So we just had Groundhog Day. We did, and he saw his shadow. We still have winter. He saw his shadow, and that means we still have winter. Yes. How do they know he saw his shadow? It's not if he's. It's if he makes a shadow, comes out of his burrow, and if there's a shadow, you know what I mean. Like it's. I mean, I'm just seeing a lot of holes in this. This doesn't make much. That's not good science. You know, there's a Ohio. There's like a Ohio one. Is it a? It's like groundhog. Yes. Some people use other things. It's like buckeye groundhog. I feel like it's so original over here. Does it mean? I feel like it's to um, well. Yes and no. So the way I thought it was, I thought they reached inside this little groundhog's burrow, <laughs> pulled him out, sat him down and was like, do you see your shadow or not? And that would annoy me. Like I was thinking in regards to Sam, like if someone was like, Sam, come here. And then they pulled him out into a crowd of people and were like, do you see your shadow? But that's not actually what happens. Um, the Ohio groundhog, I think it's called Buckeye. I'm sure. Um, they were just like it didn't come out of its its you know little cove today. Yeah, oh, well, pucks so are- like it was like not even touched. It wasn't bothered at all. Didn't so, even come out. Yeah, so like that doesn't that doesn't really strike me as like inhumane. Oh, well, but the, the the groundhog punks the tiny field. They pull him out. I mean, he comes out. I don't know if they call him or something, but they pick him up and hold him up in the air and celebrate him this is on it's like a long lineage of yeah in the span of things that are wrong i'm not saying it's right but it's definitely not an issue to deal with no it's i don't know i don't think it's i mean it's It's fine he's like the most famous groundhog um yeah i mean it's i can't think of a more famous groundhog than him it's a weird tradition i think it used to be a uh what's an animal of that shape or size. I don't know. Um, um, a beaver? Maybe it was a beaver. They're brought over by like the Germans. This tradition. It's a Christian tradition. They used to like burn candles and see, um, depending on how fast it burned, if, you know, predicting how much more winter we had. And then some, it switched some to traditions animals. Some should be let go. Well. I they, could think of a few. When they came to America. I could think of a few in my own church that should be let go. But we, that's for another time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I didn't want to go there. Um, but yeah, so the Germans settled in Pennsylvania and and started this tradition. And I guess the current Puxatawney Phil, or however you say it, is mm-hmm. a, um, in the family of the original, you know, going back to like the 1800s. Oh, um, 
I think I mentioned this to you before. Did you see the camel video? You mentioned it. I actually put it in my notes. Oh, I did not see it, though. You should look it up. So but I can give you a play by play. So yeah. it was in Russia. And um, this is what I'm confused about it. Uh, a camel um, has trampled a guy to death. Just, a camel just beat a guy to death. Just okay. Beat him up. Just whipped him around. The video is pretty jarring, but this camel just really laid into this guy. Um, but it's wintertime there, and there's snow, and aren't camels, their their climate is warm. Like, aren't they uncomfortable in snow? I don't know. I don't know much about camels. But yeah, you, traditionally, you think of them in uh, African. In desert yeah. climates. But I think they can do it all. Oh, well, anyways, this, this camel, this guy... Like, punch this camel. And the camel, you gotta take his bone. You can't just give him a tap. He doesn't know what you're talking about. Oh, this Sorry. is just cruel. Our dog's going crazy on a bone. Anyways, um, the guy punched the camel, and the camel, like I said, just beat him up. And the best part of the video, go look the video up, but the best part of the video is at the end, the camel is standing over like a bloody body and there's snow everywhere so there's blood like all on the snow. That's awful. It's like very, um, very violent and, um, you know, just jarring. And then a car like drives up to the camel and the camel just lifts its head like, what? Should I not? Was this not cool? Not what we're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to watch it now, but enraged camel turns on taunting man, tramples him to death in shocking video. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. But but I love these. I mean, these. did he deserve death? I love these videos. I love when an animal strikes back. I mean, out of the millions and trillions of animals that are killed all the time, one got one. Actually, Good yeah. Good for them, you know? He does punch it. Yeah. Are you watching mean. it right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's so horrible. <laughs> that looks like a winter camel. Okay, what is a winter camel? It's like furry. It has like its humps are all hair. Like it's it has a lot of hair. Good God! Well, yeah, that's a little graphic for me, but it is graphic. But we got one. You know, we got one. First, don't punch camels. Don't punch anything, especially not animals. Especially something five times your body weight. Yeah. Yeah, that just shows how uh, selfish we are as a species. Yeah. We think well, we just manhandle it. Speaking them. of that, I'm going to pause this real quick. Yeah, so our 800-pound dog was just eating the biggest bone I've ever seen directly next to me. Sorry. Um, but, yeah. You're very sensitive to sounds. I'm doing a podcast. You know? Certain sounds. But it's not, you know. it's not just during the podcast. Like when the dog licks himself, you lose your mind. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't like that sound at all. Or people eating or anything like that. I don't think that's weird. Hmm. A licking sound. Hmm. While you're uh, sleeping at two in the morning. Hmm. Well. I don't think I'm alone on that. Okay. Let's move. Sleeping. Good segue, there Jimmy. There we go. That's, that's why I'm, you know. Why they pay you the big bucks? <laughs> My name's not in the title, but tonight's about sleeping. Yeah, sleep cycles, how to get a good night's sleep. What even is that? Um, apparently, we don't even really know. This is exciting. Um, I'm, I asked you questions about it, and you wouldn't even tell me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like come up when in the last couple podcasts we've talked about it, and uh, I don't know. I, I had some questions too. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I wear an, an Apple watch and recently, I don't know how recent, but within like the year they added an app or an update. There's been a lot of these and Fitbits and different things people wear in their body that can track or try to track your sleep cycles. Yeah. Um, I guess first off I've learned from my research that accuracy is not great on the Apple watch. Um, yeah, I think it's – I would conclude that tracking sleep is very difficult, especially if you're just using a heartbeat um, or whatever the heck the Apple Watch or a Fitbit uses. Um, but even if you are tracking, you know, people who do sleep studies and stuff, it's very difficult to understand what cycle someone's in yeah. or what what or if there's value in it. 
So, well, I mean, I want you to get to your points, however you want to get to your points. But nah, basically, can, the Apple freestyle, the Apple Watch is monitoring your heart rate. Is that it? Um, I can't imagine what else it could measure. It's on your wrist. Heart rate. It might have like your breathing. It could maybe hear your breathing. Oh, that's scary. I'm not sure, though. I don't think it. Um, no, well, it can. I've, it can because it. I have like an app. Or it has a built-in app that tells you um, if you're exposed to dangerous sounds too much. Really? I actually wanted to study a little bit more about that. Yeah. If you, you're everyone's iPhone, if you're an iPhone user. Um, if your music's too loud, it'll tell do you. Do you ever get that? Absolutely. I've asked. Never f- happened. But Jimmy, that's because it's me. No, I've never had my phone up too loud. What about like driving in your car? Like it doesn't know that you don't have headphones in. No. Um, if you're like, uh, well, most cars now with Bluetooth. I have but subtitles when we I have listen older to music. cars. But if you plug your phone into something using auxiliary, it doesn't know whether or not those are headphones. So if you have it really loud, I mean, either way, I like things loud. But my phone all the time warns me that you're listening to something too loud. But yet so sensitive. To sounds. I know. So weird. It's not apparently it's not doing any damage. Huh. Um, but you'll get an alert on your phone that's like you're listening to music too loud. Yeah, you've been and then also um I work with power tools. Yeah, but we, I, I wear headphones like I was using a tile saw all week. And you had I put headphones on. on when I spin the tile saw. Good. But my phone will say or my watch will say, Hey, you're in a very loud environment. So it's listening anyways. That's the point. It's listening. So it might be using breathing. Um, obviously, it knows if you're laying down or not. But I think it's mostly heart rate. I think most sleep cycles can kind of be gauged through heart rate. Because your heart does slow down when you sleep. Uh, yes, definitely. I but wore I- the Apple Watch last night for this podcast. And I just felt like someone was holding my wrist the whole night. Do you wear a watch like ever? That. No. Was it different than wearing a watch, you think? Yeah, uh, I've had I it like on for felt four it. years. I felt like a presence come out of it. <laughs> yeah. And it like drifted around my face. And I didn't like it. Fluttered off to China or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if if you have an Apple Watch, um your phone can track it too, somewhat. So maybe that's using sound. Um, but you wear it when you sleep, you set you set a when you're going to sleep when you wake up and it gauges your sleep cycles, um, which we'll talk about what those are. Um, but I will say that from reading some, not articles, but just blogs and stuff that people who wear like a Fitbit as opposed to an Apple watch have very different readings. Oh really? Yeah. So who's more accurate? Who knows? I mean, like I said, what were the discrepancies? Um, well, Let's get into the different cycles. So the Apple Watch um, looks at, um, excuse me, <coughs> I'm still coughing too. Um, four things, you know, I've, well, five, how long you're sleeping, which uh-huh. is interesting. So like three days ago, I was in bed for seven hours and 48 minutes, mm-hmm. but I only slept five hours and 17 minutes. Jeez, what day of the week was that? Tuesday. Sunday night? Oh, I, I had some beers, that Bengals game. Yeah, Sunday that night. That probably was it. Um, so if you can see my cycle. The top is red. I'm just going in and out of sleep all night long. That's from probably drinking too many beers. Yeah. Um, but uh, typically my average is, you know, I'm in bed for, let's say, eight hours, and I sleep seven of them. Mm-hmm. Um, last night. This is my data you were in bed for nine hours and 20 minutes hell yeah i was and you do it again tonight (laughs) you slept for eight of those yep um beauty sleep heck yeah that's important to me but this isn't i didn't even sleep well last night because i couldn't breathe through my nose and it was still better than a regular night of your sleep so it knows once in your face your yours was better so the four psych or the three that it tracks are rem um, core and then deep sleep. Yeah, you you dream in REM, right? Yeah, because I'm dreaming away. I have vivid dreams every night. 
Like I wake up and I'm trying to like write songs and stuff. Like it's crazy. I not so much. Um, let's talk about the different cycles then. I wonder though if I'm dreaming a lot because I like didn't use my brain during the day. You well, know? your brain gets very active when you sleep, depending. Um, my brain's like, we didn't do shit today. <coughs> We're so gonna send her down, you know, the yellow brick road tonight. Yeah, but you're physical during the day, and that's probably why you sleep well. People who don't sleep well, um, often one of the reasons is you don't do anything physical. Oh, um, like we talked about last week, maybe you're yeah, sitting behind physical. a computer all day, <laughs> at least twice a week. Okay, so the cycles are. I can't see how five seconds in my day affects my sleep, though. <laughs> that's a good. It's a good five seconds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, I'm sorry. Move on. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so you, you nod off, so you go into light sleep. Uh-huh. Heart rate slows down. Body temperature starts to drop. Um, that's your light sleep. And then you go right into deep sleep. Really? So your deepest sleep usually comes very early in your sleeping or your, your evening. I remember this. I taught this during like sociology or psychology. Oh, yeah. I forget which one, but. We're being taught this in that yeah. class also. Um. So this is this is the one that always gets me. Deep sleep sounds like it's the best and it's what I get the least of. But this is when you uh, early on your body is working to regrow tissue, build bone and muscle and strengthen your immune system. It's like rejuvenating your body. That's in deep sleep. Yeah, that's pretty early on. Um, it's the hardest to wake somebody out of. If you try to wake somebody up, like even waking up our kids, mm-hmm. and they're just incoherent and you they yeah. seem like they're out of it. That's they're in deep sleep. Okay. Um, but that's pretty early on. I didn't realize that. I thought that would be further on throughout the night. <coughs> like you're a really light sleeper. Yes. Um, but I imagine you're probably the heaviest sleeper early on. Oh, yeah. From nine to like one a.m. That's my time. Yeah. Last night, your deep sleep was um, yeah, eight, nine, ten. And then once you're into your cycles, everything's a cycle. So you start light, you start deep, and then you then you hit your your REM sleep, your REM sleep, which stands for rapid eye movement. Mm-hmm. Um, your brain is very active in this, and it in causes an intense dreaming. Um, but it's very restorative. I fucking uh, love dreaming. It gives you. It's good for your brain. It, it keeps. It gives you focus the next day. Do it keeps you remember you sharp. your dreams? Sort of for like a minute, bits and pieces, but most of my dreams, I don't know. People talk about their dreams all the time. If I yeah. start to put mine into words, it doesn't make sense. You, usually, I think it's good to just get it out there, though. It does. It's I, not honestly, like, I swear to God, I think my dreams have changed. Um, obviously they changed, but like the tone of my dreams have changed. through like throughout time like when I um if I'm like having like a stress time or something all my dreams are task oriented or journey oriented like I'm doing something that I can never reach and it's just like a constant like there's a goal and I'm just not making it I'm not making it but I feel like the more I like talk that through the more the in my regular life my not dream life your live life my live life i feel like i um i don't know it's just it's like more on my mind that like hey maybe i got some shit going on you know what i mean like a lot of my dreams are like super fun and just and just fun but sometimes if i'm in that stress zone and my dreams are stressed and then i acknowledge that my dreams are stressed it makes me then in turn in real life be like you know you maybe got some shit going on that you should talk about so you're dreaming about what stresses you out? No, I don't think I'm dreaming about what stresses me out. I think I'm. It's just a stress. Just a stress. It's a straight up feeling that's like the emotion is the same as what's going on in my day to day. The yeah. actual dream is a completely different beast altogether. But it's like my dreams are reflective of the emotions I'm feeling during the day. They have nothing. Like they don't. They're not coherent. They don't make any sense. But the emotions are the same. Like I'm on yeah. a journey. I'm on a, a task. I feel like like when we would be flipping a house or something, I would just it would be like a a, a 
goal in my dream that I was never like I'd be wanting to attain it so so bad and I couldn't do it for whatever reason and that was going on in real life as well completely different scenarios same feelings got you I mean I've said this to you a few times maybe mentioned it here before but I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but I dream about I still dream about stressful jobs like my paper route yeah every once in a while and I was from age 11 to age like 15 16 um I have dreams about that yeah like- I have dreams about being like a cook or a pizza delivery guy dude I'm always naked um, in my dreams are you ever naked no oh my god I'm always naked or taking my clothes off that's weird in the midst of it no I'm talking about like normal life dreams I'm always <laughs> naked and I'm always a boy that's very weird. In sexual shit and non. I'm what? always a boy. Okay. We have to move out. This is getting weird. I just think I'm <laughs> I'm real masculine in my dreams. <clears throat> That's very strange. Is it though? I no, I don't I don't think I think dreams are just madness. But the only thing that I've noticed, which I was trying to get to Sorry. Is that I never dreamed about teaching. Oh. And I did it for fifteen years. I still never have. Because you weren't, it wasn't challenging. I guess. I guess not. It wasn't. That's really weird. Um, but do you think dreams have any meaning? Maybe we should oh, do yeah. a podcast on dreams. This I is definitely not what think this dreams. About. I went to a therapist and she made me write down all my dreams when I was like in high school. And since then, I feel like I've had, um, I've taken dreams seriously. They don't, they're, they're your thoughts that you can't say yourself. They're like, It's your brain literally like giving you a hug and being like, you can't do this yourself. So I'm going to give you this vector, this way to to show your emotion. But they're like nonsense. But they're actually not. They're not like if you you, I mean, you got to look at themes. You got to look at like vibes. You got to look at like, you know, your consistent how it made you. It's more it's just emotion. How did it make you feel in your dream? My, My sister posted a meme. Um, like a, a week ago that made me laugh. This is more where I'm at. It was like, it was said, psychologist, all dreams have a meaning. And then it said, my dreams. And it's a picture of a cat riding a whale holding like yeah. a fork through the ocean. Like that's. Oh no, that makes sense. Like my dreams are just nonsense, complete nonsense. But they're not they're nonsense. Not always. Like, There's emotions you felt during that dream. How did you feel during that dream? Were you a antagonist or you're a protagonist were you did you feel dominant in that dream did you feel submissive in that dream like there's so many there's just emotions it's just emotions interesting well get in there I just don't, let I it try groove. to i wake up and i like i try to think about what i was dreaming about especially if it was interesting or I think exciting articu- or fun i think articulating your dreams leads to a stronger brain I could see that. So interpret well, it. It's your brain doing something. Yeah. If it's super silly, it's your brain being silly, but like there's something there. Yeah. Oh, I get into dreams all day. I have a dream. I think it's all. One day. My brain just farting around. Um, but there's also core sleep. This is what most of my sleep is. Um, I think now, what's yours different too. about core sleep then? Yeah. Core sleep is it's a uh, slow wave sleep. So it's your brain's not it's coming in and out of of REM um, and it's usually in the first er, earlier in the cycle. But you can see your cycle. Oh, I got a lot of core. Yeah. I'm so good at sleeping. Core's at the bottom early on. Yeah. But my chart looks awesome. um, We got a lot of deep. But core is what. That's ironic. (laughs) uh, See, there's mine. I got like Mm. 15 minutes of of deep sleep. So I have. Lisa had an hour of deep sleep last night. The night before, I had 16 minutes of it. Um, well, who's... I mean, I don't really know. Like, do some people just work differently on different... Like, is that okay for you to, like, get zero deep sleep? It's got to be. But also, like... Because uh, that's just how you are. You don't get any core sleep or deep sleep ever. Apparently you not. You wake up all the time and you're like, I got nine minutes of deep sleep. Yeah, just looking at this thing. Um, but like I said, there's people who apparently the, that was one of the criticisms. People had Fitbits were like, I always get 
an hour of deep sleep and my Apple watch is telling me I only got 20 minutes of deep sleep. So, and again, there's really no scientific justification as far as I've understood that says that anything's better than the other. Let me ask you this because I wore your Apple watch yesterday. Didn't love it, but was that based off of your like heightened weight or does that impact your heart rate? Do we have different heart rates? Does that even matter? That's a good question because my health data is in there. My height and weight, how active I am every day is measured. Yeah. I wonder if <coughs> so that I don't makes know if a it, difference. Yeah, there's a lot of complicated stuff that goes into this that I'd rather not even know that it's tracking. But yeah, but I do like that it does that. It's I like don't know. you haven't cleaned your ears in it, three weeks. It encourages me to try to maintain a healthier sleep, sleep cycle. But how do you even do that? Probably not drink before bed. We can get into that. So um, Probably not take Sudafed before bed. Well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You talked about this a few times, I think in the last podcast, um, which I found conflicting data, but how much sleep do we actually need? So much. Um, Not really. I mean. um, Well, I always thought that as you got older, you needed less and less. Once you hit teenagers... You should be getting seven to nine hours a night. Teenagers and that's all the way through. Should go in their room and come out sixteen hours later. Well, just for just for like the rest of us. Well, newborns you know? and infants. I don't. They think. should do the cry it out method with teenagers. <laughs> yeah. After the fifteenth hour, there's like, no, you still have an hour left. Go back in there. Newborns and infants are twelve to seventeen hours. My children never slept came anywhere five near hours that. at the max. At the max, someone like a couple months ago was like, "Do they nap?" I was like, "What does that mean? What are what's napping?" No, I, I don't think they napped after like two. And they don't even sleep in. Uh, they don't even sleep at night. They don't no. even sleep at night. They just we have modern marvels. It's insane. Yeah, no I sleeping. I don't know what the uh, result of that will be, but. And then preschool should be 10 to 13 hours. Oh, my gosh. Like if Max was getting 10 to 13 hours. Max sleeps the exact same amount as I do. Yeah. And then exact same amount. school age, like Bob should be getting from, or no, three to five is 10 to 15 hours. 15 hours? That's a lie. Or 13 hours. 10 to 13 hours. That would be like going to bed at six or seven and waking up at eight. Like, yeah, can you imagine? No, that's too much. <coughs> that def- I we mean, got too much to do. Listen, my boys, I know you helped me make them, but they're my blood. Like, they have my characteristics, a lot of them. They have some of my blood, too, I think. Like, 10%. But um, we got stuff to do. We don't, we can't sleep that long. <laughs> we got things to do, people to see, things to plan. Well, 6 to 13. Uh-uh. Um James, our oldest, just turned 14. So, um, six to 13. So, Bob, about Bob to James is nine to 11 hours. Would you say they ever this, get nine hours? Yeah, I would say, yeah. I would, yes, yes. Because they, we well, try to get school them to day, bed. they're up by 6.30. And we try to eight to six. I don't do math, so that's not 12 hours? No, it's barely 10. Okay. And then, you know, they watch TV. Like if they go to school, if, if they get up at six in the morning, they'd have to go to bed at seven at night. They're not getting up at six in the morning. Well, seven. OK, in the well, morning. listen, oh, wait, they don't get enough sleep. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay. they don't, that's not it's but whatever way we cut it. It's not happening. Once you get into your 20s, it's just seven to nine. Seven to nine hours. Yeah. Which were in that realm for sure. Yeah. I mean, in college, I was more like six hours. Seven hours. That was from either studying or partying or things like that. Um, but you need a certain amount of sleep. The uh, thing we mentioned last week, um, which I found very interesting, is uh, snoozing. Snoozing's not good. Snoozing. Where'd I put that? Um, yeah. So I don't understand this. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to clarify, clarify, engage it a little bit. Um, you know, I don't think you snooze. I try to. I want to. I don't wake up and then go back to bed. I 
I don't, wake up but I, and then I read the news, but I'm not out of the bed. That's my goal. Is that snoozing? No. If if your alarm goes off at six and you hit snooze, then you literally fall back asleep. No. And then I your alarm goes off at six fifteen and you hit snooze and you literally go back to sleep. Maybe like, that I'm, happens like, to me. Super hungover, but I don't do that. I don't, you know why I don't do that? Because if I wake up and then go back to sleep, I am. I feel like I'm in lucid dreaming. Like I can't actually get out of it. Have you ever been in there? That's where, where I think the craziest can't... dreams happen. Not on purpose. Like if I wake up at five to pee, oh. and I don't have to get up till seven. Maybe it's the weekend. That oh. stretch is crazy dreams. Not crazy dreams. Like I'm awake trying to get up and I cannot get up. Especially hmm. like have you ever taken a nap? <laughs> hasn't happened yeah. in a long time but I if i take a nap naps. and then set an alarm and then blow through my alarm and go back to bed then i'm in i like i literally can't get up like i'm trying to like swim out of it and i cannot get out of it it's scary and it's apparently not healthy but because it's fucking scary well i don't know i did it most of my life um i don't sleep as well as i did when i was younger but i would wake up to an alarm on purpose, like I have to get up at, let's say, 630 because I have to be to work at 730, set my alarm for 530, knowing I don't need to get out of bed till six or whatever it may be. Like I would purposely leave myself a snoozing time right. where I could wake up and be like, it's time to get up, but you don't actually have to get up yet. Yeah. And as apparently statistically over half the country does that. I would, yeah. Like I would you, say so. And I still do it. I mean, when I don't. When you were younger, what time did you have to wake up in the morning? Like high school or all of the years, I don't know. I mean, high school, I had to get up at probably six thirty. Really? But I got up. Um, my bus would come at six thirty when I was like in middle school. Oh well, you don't like to hear my stories of childhood, but I walked to school. Um, but you could still wake up at six thirty. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would. I'd get up and just walk out the door. But I also weren't walking far. There were times it was. 1.9 miles I think I was I was the bus that's not far you could see the bus at the end of our street was the cutoff how far do you think Centennial is from our house from my uh, parents house I'll give you one give mile you like the you think it's one mile yeah how do you know uh I mean it's less than a mile for sure I'm, I didn't ask you to restate the question answer <laughs> I asked you why why yeah I just I know distances. Give me your phone. Oh, I have a phone. <laughs> you have a phone. Sorry, go on. I'm going to say like point I didn't even like walk miles. there, though. I thought you knew the answer. This is the high school down the street from us that Lisa went to for a minute. I walked there like maybe five times, <coughs> to be honest. Well, I walked. It's point seven. Point seven. okay. Yeah. Um, But anyways, what I'm saying is getting up. No, it's 1.1. I'm sorry. It's like point seven, like. As the crow Distance. flies. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 1.1. What did you ask me? Oh, when I got up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. To be honest, we can forego that. I just want to tell when I got up. That's, that's okay. what I was Okay, when at. did you get up? Um, I had to go to a babysitter before school because my parents both worked. And so I would go to a babysitter at like 6.30 in the morning. So I had to wake up in the 6 o'clock range maybe even in the five o'clock range because I had to be somewhere at six thirty. Ah. I like this to hear what time your parents put you to bed. I would I would voluntarily go to bed as soon as the the dark came. Pretty early. I've always but I've always gone to bed so, so early. Yeah. That's just been my MO forever. And like to be honest, my parents are particular about sleep. One, my mom and dad both take naps. Still to this day, yep. love them. And they're extremely healthy people. Um, There's a lot of reading that goes into those naps, though. But it was like they just took a siesta every day. Every day at like 3 o'clock, they were like, everyone, shut it down. I'm going to go take a nap. And it was just like a weird, I don't know. Well, especially if getting out of the house that early. Yes, yes. They would because they're, they're both in the medical field. So like their days... Started super early, but I think that because I woke up so so early for um you know to go to like a before school uh, babysitter, 
then when I became a teacher, like waking up early was like not a problem at all. Like I was never one of those people that was like, oh, it was really hard to wake up, Lisa. Like I, oh, no, I was no. out of the bed immediately. And like I'm a morning person. I'm not a night person. That's probably why I'm a good sleeper because I just like shut it down. I'm ready. Yeah. To go. Well, I kind of miss that. I mean, when I was a teacher, I would just. Well, no, I still I still plan to snooze a little bit. Yeah. Um, but right now I do not wake up and get up. But no alarm wakes me up, though. No, it's usually just me like I think it's shuffling around being like, you should probably get up now. No, you're very rarely just up before I am. Oh, not. No, I mean, yeah. I just wake I up. You just wake up. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Well, is that but I wake up and I don't get up like I wake up at five o'clock every day. Is that um, I don't get out of bed. Is that a six. sign of good sleep, though? Because it seems like you're not sleeping very well. No, I think I am. I is just sleep is just waking up on your own accord a good thing or does it actually mean nothing? I think it means nothing. I think I think your body's like, we're, we're good. We're good here. We've done this. Um, go do something, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to, like, I, I like to lay there. I don't know. I shouldn't. Cause what my brain does when I wake up is like not anything valuable. Like I think about pointless things or I stress myself up over nothing. But anyway, so health wise, your alarm goes off. You, you're nearing the end of your REM, your REM cycle. Um, so you hit the snooze, you go back to sleep. If, if you are a snoozer, it usually throws you right back into that. And that's where the dreams get even crazier. Right back into the REM. Yeah. But then your alarm goes off again. I think 15 minutes is the common snooze time. Yeah. iPhone, I think it's 15 minutes, maybe 10. I think it's nine minutes. Nine minutes. Um, and then it's it's interrupting your REM again. And that's bad. It is bad. Why? Because um, it, it just it makes you foggy, disoriented. Um so but if you needs, but if you do that every single day, you're just gonna be foggy and disoriented for a while. No, you're just confusing your whole body's sleep cycle in general. So when so you, you do go to bed, it's just it doesn't know if this is 15 minutes or seven hours. Answer me this: What is the best to wake up to? Core, deep, REM. You're usually in. What stage should you be in when you're woken up? Look at this. Question. It is a good question. It's typically core is what you're going to be in um, or REM when you wake up. But once you come out of that, to put yourself back into it temporarily is no good. Is no bueno. It's not that it's that bad, but it has no value. So if I wake up at like five, which that I do sense. a lot, and I'm like, oh man, just one more hour, but that would be great. What about is there's your, no there's no benefit to it. So I just about, wasted an hour of my yes, life. Yes. But what about Oh, uh, okay. So like we've talked a lot about like what's good for your brain, but what's good for your body? Well, like me literally sometimes I'm laying there and I'm like no, my body is really fucking tired. I don't want to move my arms. I'm not ready to move my legs. Like does that impact sleep at all or is like are you done after like the first, you know, hour or so? Apparently core is where you get, or sorry, the deep is where you get that rejuvenation of your physical self, which apparently I'm not doing much of, but you are. The core. Yeah. But okay. that's But that's early on. Like that happened early on in your sleep, you know? All right. Yeah. I don't know. It's confusing. Like last night I went, we went to bed at like eight or nine. And I woke up, had to pee, which I do every night. And some nights I wake up and I'm like, I have to pee. Man, it's like it. It cuts me short. Like, I'm like, oh, it's 430. To pee? Crap. Yeah. I would love to get back to sleep. It's only 430. Oh. Um, but other nights I wake up and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's 430. And I go pee and I come back and it's like 1030. <laughs> like I've yeah. only been asleep for one hour. So I don't know. Like I can't gauge it. I, but also, like I said, uh, at I, the beginning of this, no one really knows. Like there's really no actual medical understanding of sleep. That, yeah, like we know what happens, but we don't know why. We know we there's cycles this. that we come in and out of. Some benefit others more than, you know, others. But Can you tell me why I sweat at night? No, I should have it's a real problem. Up. I used to sweat 
profusely sleeping and but, I don't sweat at all. So, um, and now I, you do. I sweat on my chest. Your boobs sweat. My boobs and my chest. But it's like, um, I'm disgusted with myself. When I wake up and I've been sweating, one, I'm like cold. I'm clammy. I'm so freaking cold because I'm wet. It's awful. It's so <laughs> awful. But I don't, I, it's just on my chest. It's not anywhere else. Like, I remember um, a girlfriend that I used to be friends with. Her husband would like sweat through the sheets and there'd be like stains on the sheets. And I was like, I, that's like divorce level stuff. That like, used to be me. Like a stain on the sheet. There's so many things about you, Jimmy, that like in your previous marriage, I'd be like, no, that's a deal breaker. I used to not so funny. have a headboard um, and the like the wall behind where I slept. Yeah. Like my head like discolored the wall um, and I would discolor the sheets how much I sweat at night. No, no. <clears throat> I don't know why, though. Meat sweats. Maybe it was meat sweats. Honestly, had it, had it probably bring it full circle had yeah, to do with my I'm diet. Not, I'm not. Um, yeah, my, soak in well, the covers. No, but like I looked it up and it was like it could be menopause, which I don't think I'm menopause. Um, You're to, 37. To I me, don't think it's menopause. I think it's, um, I think it's digestive related. And this is. It's just recent or is this all the time? Within the. It's. We've um, been talking about it recently. Post, post babies. It's within like two or three years. But I found that if I like eat too much at night like before I go to bed I'll sweat a lot like my body's like Jesus Christ like this fucking girl like we got to run through it and then if I don't eat enough I also sweat where my body's like in overdrive like sometimes if I don't eat enough I feel like my digestions um it's got to get it just right it's like kicked into high gear and like I feel like I'm I'm burning a lot of calories like I can feel my digestion working because my body's like I mean, I don't really think I straddle a line of like, you know, not eating and eating. But but yeah, if I got it, I got to meet the like a sweet spot between not overeating and eating enough. And if I fall off of that line, I sweat a lot at night. And it's awful. Just on your chest. Just on my chest. <laughs> that's that's why I think it's like more hormonal because that's like a hormonal spot to sweat. Maybe I'm just squeezing your boobs all night. You haven't. JK, I'm implying we sleep in the same bed. I leave the room (laughs) to go sleep in the boys' room because they come in my bed. And I just, instead of fighting it, I'm just like, bye. And I get wonderful night's sleep. Clearly. Last night you slept um, one hour and one minute of deep sleep. Um, So as we head towards the end here, um, what are some things we can do to improve our sleep? Yeah, um, what tell do you think? Us. Not drink before bed. Um, that's one of them for sure. Um, electronic devices. I don't think either of us like lay in our bed and stare at our phones. I like to read on my phone before bed. Do you go dark mode or are you in regular mode? I'm in regular mode. I don't know what dark mode is. You can flip your phone and it turns off different light waves or whatever. Oh no, I don't do that. I am um, for sleep. No, but I, I love a, I love reading on my blue phone. light. It gets rid of the blue light. I do you too. don't have to like turn the pages. Oh, look at you! Welcome to the yeah. new world. But also, I just s- like the feel of paper. I do, and I just got a book, and I'm so excited about it. I've already read like 50 pages in the middle of the day. I felt kind of bad because you were like literally laboring away at this like awful house. Not an awful house, but like, you know, you were working pretty hard on like a dilapidated house and I was at home reading a book. Um, Kindred, the book. I just got it. It's a show on Hulu and I'm weirdly obsessed with it, but they left us and um, I needed to know what happened next. So I bought the book and I'm so excited. Oh, that's awesome. Such a good book. Continuing on a show that you had watched. Yeah. And it's a Pulitzer Prize winning book. It's so good. It's. It's a famous book. It's a famous author. She won like a, she won like a Nobel Peace Prize or something. No, she won a Pulitzer Prize probably. Yeah. That makes more sense. But regardless, Kindred, go buy it. It's so good. Sounds great. 
Well, it's probably harder to read that laying in bed, but um, yeah. I do like to look at my phone reading yeah. wise a little bit. I but definitely like read through the news on my phone. Well, you do in and the morning. And when I say read through my news, I mean look at Instagram. Well, I do like yeah. <laughs> I do like the Apple Watch thing for that. Like if you set like a sleep time, it it'll cut it off. It cuts it off, so I don't get I don't get a text overnight. Any bullshit pop ups don't come through or anything that they used to or any buzz on my watch. Yeah, yeah, it, that's good. It shuts all that off. Um, your bedroom should be dark and cool, which ours is. Yeah. Um, no sign of light. Except I do like the curtains open and like the natural light of like the moon or the snow or I like something the, like that. I like the blinds open for sure. Yeah. Um, obviously wear comfortable clothes, a routine. Do you get into PJs? No, I sleep in my underwear. I. Oh, and I like my socks a certain way. <laughs> Jimmy wears his socks like halfway on his foot. I think I've talked about this before. It's it's divorce level behavior. I don't like to show it to he you. He puts the sock. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like he bunches it up halfway on his foot and leaves the sock just on the toes. So the heel is exposed. And the ball of the foot. Like it's... But the toes have a sock on it. It's kind of like dead center. It's the worst thing you've ever dealt with in your life. <laughs> just comfortable. When I see him do it, like... I get mad. She starts calling lawyers. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> but once I started wearing PJs, this sounds really corny and stuff. I feel like it really, um, I don't know. Like, I, I like the routine. I don't think I had a routine before. And I like a routine. I like getting, you know, getting my PJs on, washing my face, putting on my night, my whole freaking 20 point thesis of a face cream situation on like i like that whole production of it uh speaking of that not to jump out of what i was talking about i did read something about sleep positions uh-huh. and obviously you have backside or stomach where do you sleep stomach's weird on your back i sleep on my side uh-huh. usually on your back uh, i'm back inside well you're probably gonna start sleeping on your back why is it best back um, is best if you were concerned about wrinkles. Oh, oh, that makes sense. My dad told me that. Really? Yes, because he said something about like, don't sleep on your stomach. And I was like, why? And he was like, you'll get my dad said you'll get wrinkles. But he meant like on my boobs. And I was like, what? Side sleeping That's can weird. contribute to facial wrinkles since your face is pressed against a pillow. Makes stretching sense. and compressing your skin. No, that that definitely makes sense. I'm going to. <clears throat> so like position wise, they say. Back and side is whatever's most comfortable for your body is best for you. Um, but that was the only caveat was the huh. uh, the wrinkles. Because if you're on your back, your face is just not. But I think I don't know. Um, but consistency, though, having a routine, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, trains your body. This is time. And that's Go where you get the best sleep. Nine and wake up at seven. And I'm not Just kidding. I wake up at like six, but still what, what a that's life. Something I don't know. What have. a life. You know, I literally like it's I'm going to go to bed at nine tonight and it's Friday night. I've had my fun. I've had my drinks. I ate a lot and I'm going to go to bed at nine. I might stay up a little later than that. Oh, probably. I'm like, that's a gay or I mean, non gay <laughs> stuff that old men do like video games or. Ugh. Barf. <laughs> Watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Of fish concerts. Yeah. I think I'm getting sleepy already. <laughs> um, good bedding. How about aromatherapy? I love oh. an aromatherapy. Or sounds. We don't have I, any aromatherapy. I love my humidifier. Well, that's because it's like dry in our room. But yeah. I need some moisture in the air when I'm sleeping. I think that really helps my sleep as a humidifier. Um, what about sounds? I don't like a sound machine. I think I would. I've, we've never really tried one. Our boys one. use one. Actually, it's one that Nana gave them. I wouldn't mind a sound machine. Oh, I, except I went in there the other day, and I have a uh, four-year-old who has some issues peeing the bed, and the sound that they put on... The gurgling water. ...was like a babbling brook. <laughs> I was like, no, guys. Let's not encourage this. Terrible idea. Um, healthy diet, obviously. Yeah. Um, the one thing I've noticed um, 
we're very fit, active people. I have a very physical job. Yeah. Um, but on days where I'm not physical, like you can, t- it's like harder to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and now that I'm physical every day on a day off, I'm more apt to try to just do nothing. Yeah. So my body can recover. And then I lay down and I'm just like, hmm. like I'm not tired at all. Um, you but if you, earn if, but if you exercise, you yeah, you're going to sleep while your body needs rejuvenation. If you sit on your butt all day and watch TV and then your body's like, we're cool here. We could right. just do a couple hours. That um, makes sense. And obviously stress and other things like that can lead to it. Shitty mattress, pillows. Um, I recently um, have been lucky enough to score a weighted blanket. This is, I'm I'm tapping out. The rest of the podcast is just Jimmy talking about his girlfriend. I want (laughs) to let you all know that's what he calls it. His weighted blanket, he calls his girlfriend. Yeah. Proceed, Jimmy. she, She needs a name. It's your girlfriend. Well, someone's got to snuggle with me at night. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but those are the those are the things we can do to get better sleep. Okay. Um, one thing I don't think we've tried is sound or aromatherapy. I don't think I could do aromatherapy. I'd probably sneeze. It would be distracting to me. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind some sound. Well, we have a sound machine. Let's do it tonight. You can try Let's it. Do it. Oh, that'd be fun. I'm just kidding. We already did it. <laughs> Morning game. <laughs> Um, Who's doing it before bed? There should be. Is there any talk about that? Uh, sex before bed? Yeah. No. I'm because sh- I mean that's like. Here's my thoughts. Like that'd get you fired up. Here's my thoughts on it. Um, one, when I go to bed, I'm tired. But then if you throw in like the factor of like you got to do it, and like you got to throw in theatrics and stuff, like this is not. It's not gonna happen. Right. This is such a chore for you. No, it's some, not. A ch- some people like. It's not a chore, but it's definitely something that's like <laughs> on your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I have this thing yet to happen before I can like completely, you know, go to sleep and and relax. I wonder if that's an age thing because I yeah I feel like the older you get, it's like once you're in bed, it's like it's I'm time tired. to go to bed. And it doesn't mean I don't want to do it. Like we'll do it in the morning all day, middle of the day. I we definitely have way more middle of the day sex. There's children. <laughs> Uh, um. Yeah. Then at night. Yeah. Yeah. What am I? Yeah. What am I in my twenties? Freaking throwing the at the theatrics around at like ten o'clock at like night after the bar. Oh my god, that's not happening. <laughs> Ew. It's not a nighttime game. No. Well, the only people listening to this are like my family members, so we could They're probably just horrified. I'm just I kidding. love I'm talking just about sex with your family because they <laughs> hate it so much. Oh, I'm kidding. What are, beaters? We used to call our people beaters. Beaters. We have a lot of beaters, right? Out there. We do. Can you tell us if you have sex at night or during the day? Lisa <laughs> would love to read those Instagram <laughs> comments. Lisa beats your meat at Instagram. It's a health thing. First of all, doing it is literally healthy, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's very healthy. You got to get that poison out. Tr- tell me about it. It's that's what it is. Poison. Yeah. You don't have any. No. So you got to get the poison. Uh, Well, I quickly dispel of it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We probably. Um, you know, it's bedtime, so, uh, I think we're going to wrap this up and, uh, I'm going to go to bed. You can tell in my voice. I like went from like speaking a little bit clearly. Now I'm like completely congested. (laughs) So it's over. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah. If you have uh, any ideas, like if there's something that you'd like us to discuss in terms of health or society or anything, um, you know. I think we're gonna, our next topic is going to be a lot more specific to veganism. That sounds good. Um, but health is obviously the the reason we are vegan along with the animal stuff. So I think we're going to shift back over. To the, uh, let's to, do an animal one. Yeah, to a more animal Love one. Love an animal. Let's talk about camels. Are they are they winter friendly? Beating people to death. Yeah. Let's talk about animals that beat up and killed people. I want to know. The top 10 most dangerous animals. Okay. We That'd can do be that. fun. Maybe we can do it like our... Like, uh, did you know that bull sharks are more dangerous than great white sharks? Bull sharks? Bull sharks. No. But um, great whites just got a bad rap because of jaws. 
And they're Literally, gigantic. They're but they're they don't. Um, it's like a bull shark when it um, when it hunts. It uh, one of its tactics is ramming its prey, and um, then it'll bite them or something. Interesting. So like that kills a lot of people when they ram them, That's and then crazy. they like you know get off the balance and probably drown or whatnot. That'd be the worst. Like if I'm gonna die of a shark attack, like eat me. Like how well, do you die? Well, they eat you. Oh, okay. They yeah. do eat you. He but got, I think he the got initial, knocked out and drowned. I think got, the initial ramming affects them, and then they. But it, but it's a bull shark. Bull sharks kill way more people than great whites. Fascinating. So we should do that. We'll do that. Killer animals. Killer animals. All right. Cool. Well, thanks. Um, give us any love if you could on whatever you're listening to this on. A comment, um, a like, a share. Tell your friends. Um, but tell us, too. You know, we love feedback, so we appreciate you. Okay. Good night. Thank you for so much.